What is up, folks, and welcome back to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and today's episode 87. I am going to be recapping my Vegas trip I recently took, from YouTuber group meetups to marriage proposals to live streaming all over town, visiting new places, hitting 2K subscribers via live stream on top of the Strat, as well as getting to go back and record in another kitchen in Las Vegas, including how my tire fell off of my car when I got home. Talk about crazy, right? All of that right now on the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Let's go. Hey there, everyone. This is Nat Bridger, and you are listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. Didn't we go to my favorite dive bar before that? We went yeah. to Double Down. Double Down Saloon. Yeah, we had some ash juice. I am all about asking. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go check that room. There's like a dead guy in the, in the bed. What in the... The lady at the counter says, well, we'll call housekeeping. It's <laughs> housekeeping. Jay's never met an asshole he didn't like. <laughs> Shout out to the guy at third base at the blackjack table I was at last, who was obviously trying to keep a high-low count, but was mouthing the numbers as the cards were being oh, turned geez. over. Be careful what you say, because we can have you whacked. Hey, I'm Nicky Furnish, you're listening to the Vegas Confessions Podcast. So with plenty of events going on and a bunch of friends in town, I will be recapping everything day by day. But beforehand, I will be including some shout outs. And then following the episode, I am going to be including some awesome stories and honorable mentions I do have to mention throughout this episode. So let's jump into the shout outs. And in no particular order, I do got to mention some folks that were just awesome to meet for the first time, see again, and just hang out with the whole weekend. So the first ones are going to be Gambling Granny and Dice from the Gambling Granny YouTube channel, who were just awesome to hang out with. They do a lot of slot videos and do a lot of Vegas adventures. Definitely check out their channel. Gordon Tamara from the Vegas Best Ideas channel, who are also really awesome, spend a lot of time in Vegas, and again, they are from Canada, and they spend a lot more time in Vegas than a lot of the vloggers and podcasters I know personally. I do gotta mention an awesome couple that had a really special moment that I got to experience and witness, which is the Kinos from the Kino Kid YouTube channel. Awesome couple who had a very special moment I will be recapping. Everybody from the VCC group, Mark, Joe, Michelle, Alan, Nick, everybody who came to hang out, you guys are just awesome, man. Good buddy and longtime friend Dale from the Neon Vacation YouTube channel. Always a pleasure to see him. Also another good friend who I've been hanging out in Vegas with for years and good friend of the podcast and supporter of what we do here, Danny Ocean, who is always a pleasure to hang out with. Glad he didn't spend his whole trip at his office over at Carnival Court and spend some time at the group events, and I got to see him twice, once at Cosmo and then hung out with him again at Ellis Island. Always a pleasure, Danny. Somebody I got to meet before he even started his YouTube channel was Mustache Dave, who coincidentally I ended up gambling with one night at Ellis Island before he even met anybody in the Vegas community, and we ended up winning and having a good time all night playing blackjack, slapping high five on the plexiglass during the pandemic and COVID and everything. <laughs> Another awesome good and longtime friend, and one of my favorite podcasters in the podcasting game, Mark from the You Can Bet On That podcast. Always a pleasure to hang out and throw dice with the man. Also, another gentleman by the name of Tom who came out and had a bunch of positive things to say about the podcast and YouTube channel. Again, a pleasure to meet you. Blair, again, with awesome feedback of everything we're doing here, so appreciate it and awesome to meet you as well. Crystal from the Vegas Bebe channel who gave me some awesome feedback and said she has been listening to the podcast since it started. 
and has been following us on our YouTube journey. Thank you, Crystal. That's awesome. Longtime friend and always awesome to see, Bobby G, who I got to share a meal with at a place he's never been to, and we had a freaking blast we'll get to in a little bit. Somebody I watch all the time on YouTube and knew who I was, walked up and said hi, and couldn't be any more friendlier. Norma Helly, and just had a bunch of advice to keep going and doing everything I'm doing. It was a freaking pleasure to meet you. I also, while live streaming on the strip, I ran into another big YouTuber, Pomsi. That was pretty cool. Very nice dude, had a very cool interaction. I look forward to lining him up in the future. Jose, the manager over at Dirt Dog, who allowed me to come over and shoot some footage in the kitchen. Talk about freaking cool. Maureen and Ernie from Pittsburgh, who again came over with awesome things to say about the YouTube channel and let me know they watch every video from beginning to end. <laughs> again, appreciate you folks. Good friend who I've had conversations with personally about YouTube over the phone, Allison Casinoland. Always a pleasure to see her. Seriously, when we both first started, we both had questions and we were calling each other about tips and advice with YouTube. Alice is awesome. Another person that it was a pleasure to meet will be Steph from the Vegas to Kelly YouTube channel, who's always in everybody's live streams and is always really fun to interact with on YouTube. Was an absolute pleasure to meet you, Steph. Pat and Patrick, who had, again, awesome things to say about everything we're doing. Thank you, folks. So many people to mention. If I left anybody out, I'm sorry. There was just so much going on. It was a blast to hang out with everybody, though. And here's a really cool one. Saul, who has met up with me eight out of the last nine trips since I've been going back to Vegas since the pandemic started. Saul, it's always a pleasure to see you, brother. You're freaking awesome, man. Seriously, eight out of the last nine trips, that's freaking awesome. And it's funny because he even asked me about how the Patreon stuff worked. And then when I looked the next morning, he actually became one of the Patreon supporters and members of the podcast and YouTube channel. So talk about really cool, and thank you for the support, my brother. So since we're talking about Patreon, I do got to mention our Patreon supporters on our shout-out tier. And if you guys would like to get your name shouted out on the podcast here, definitely check out our Patreon memberships. Eric Rosenthal, David Sowell, Taylor Jew, Neil Macedo, Rodney Kelly, Michael from Travelzork, Scott Jarvis, Travis Atherton, Gary De La Rosa, and Scott and Lisa Wingfield. Thank you so much, folks. I really do appreciate your support through the podcast and YouTube channel here. It means a lot. If you folks are interested in supporting the podcast and becoming a Patreon member, the link will be in the show notes below. Alrighty, with all that stuff aside, let's jump into the day-by-day -day coverage. So Friday, I arrive to the plaza, I unpack, and I make my way to the El Cortez, as the first group meetup was going to be held there. So while passing through the canopy, I noticed this group of about eight guys, all with these like silver tiger suits on. <laughs> and so I asked them if I can grab a picture of them. They were really cool. And while grabbing a pic, I asked them, you know, what was this special occasion? And they said one of them was getting married. So it was a bachelor party going on. Very, very fun group of guys. So I arrive at El Cortez and literally walk into a room of easily 125 people plus. And it was great to see so many friends, and seriously, the support was overwhelming of people I've never met, and literally, I didn't know half of the people there, which was really cool, because I got to meet a lot of new people, which was fun. And I will mention the love we got from everybody, just over the top of seriously, just so many cool people. So the first event was being held in the Fiesta Room at the El Cortez. 
and it was a live stream with a very entertaining music performance and an awesome live stream being held. And again, just really cool to see a YouTube channel invite all the other YouTube channels in to get together and just hang out. And big props to the El Cortez for hosting it and being like, oh yeah, you guys are more than welcome. After sitting around talking to folks, I hear Dice say Kino has something to mention. And it just hit me. I was like, something's going to happen, seriously. So I ran to the front. As Kino's grabbing the mic, he turns around and looks at Kino Candy, who was also welcomed up when he had something to say, drops to a knee and proposes in front of everybody. And of course she said yes. Talk about a freaking cool moment to be a part of. So I do want to give a little backstory of the Kinos. Now they go to Vegas quite a bit, and I believe they've been together a few years now. And the running joke between the Vegas community is when are they getting married in Vegas, right? And it's just been a funny ongoing joke, no pressure. Well, after all these trips, he finally proposes in Vegas, which was really, really cool. And in front of everybody, which made it even sweeter. And of course, the cherry on top was her saying yes. So afterwards, he did tell me, you know, how he had to keep it a secret. And the only ones that knew were... Dyson, Granny, and a couple other folks, and he didn't want to tell anybody, so it was really cool to see it all just unfold right in front of our eyes. So after the room erupted and everybody had a good time and shared some tears, then it was time to hit the high limit room for a group pool live stream. While heading out and grabbing my stuff, I look up, and Norma Haley is walking up, smiling and waving hi. Talk about an oh shit moment. I even looked behind me and, you know, make sure nobody was behind me that she was waving to, and I was like, holy crap. Like, you're not saying I, you don't know who I am. And yeah, she came over and couldn't be a nicer person. Especially when it's someone you watch on a consistent basis. And then she turned out to be super cool and super supportive of everything I'm doing. And literally spent like a half hour chatting with me about YouTube, advice, and different tips she can give me. So as we're talking, she let me know about some of her upcoming videos and how she edits and what that looks like for her as she does everything herself as well. So I had plenty of questions, you know, and she didn't hold back any information, which I really appreciate. So she tells me she's trying to set up a video of Sportsbook. And if you guys noticed lately, that's been her recent video she got out. Well, she let me know that the marketing team at Circa hasn't got back to her so she can have permission to do her video there at Circa. And that she has been waiting a couple weeks now and she's got to get it done this week. So I tell her, well, I'll reach out to Richard. So I reach out to Richard Wilk and I send him a text. I'm like, hey, Richard, I'm sitting here with an awesome YouTuber you should get to know. She wants to shoot on your premises and mainly the sports book, nothing else. And she wants to talk about it and highlight it in her next video. And he replies with, dude, send her my information. And I saw her eyes open up like, really? I was like, yeah, it's that easy. You know, the connections in Vegas are real. She looked up at me and she's like, it's so cool that you know people like that. I go, look, it never hurts to shake a hand. The more you know, the better in this town. So it was really cool to see her like, hey, thank you. And, you know, I can, I'm glad I can help. So here's another little side note to mention. The night I was leaving, she messaged me. And she was like, hey, Jay, would you like to collab with me on this next video? And I was like, Norma, I would love to, but I'm already driving home. Talk about a surreal weekend, right? Pretty cool. So they ended up hitting a hand pay in the high limit room while live streaming it and the room erupted you know yeah everyone just started screaming it was pretty awesome so after hanging out with everybody for an hour or so i decided to head out towards fremont because it was bike week and it was first friday so i knew it was going to be packed but man it was nothing like i've seen in a while it was bumper to bumper or butt to butt whatever you want to call it <laughs> it was stupid packed 
I did end up holding a live stream for about an hour and a half and just walking around Fremont, checking it all out, the different bands and everything going on. Those are always fun to do because the chats are always a blast. You guys are freaking funny in those chats, man. So while hanging out on Fremont, I hung out with Mark, Joe, Michelle, Dale from Neon Vacation, Kia, Steve, and just kind of people watched and enjoyed the Fremont Street experience till about 2 a.m. Then we decided it was time for a meal. So we made our way inside the Four Queens and headed towards Magnolia's, a place none of us had been to, so we were all eager to check it out. So while walking in, this is where we noticed and realized our buddy Joe had one too many drinks. Now he wouldn't stop dancing, but he was wobbly the whole way through the casino. <laughs> walking through the casino, he also kept pulling his camera out to record, but it was off the whole time. <laughs> So we get sat, and I'm a big fan of checking out people's name tags. So our server came out, and his name was Ricky, and it said he was from California. So I asked him where he was from, and he said, basically, from my hometown. And I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. I ended up ordering the fish and chips, and so did Kia. It was great, but our server, Ricky, when we ordered food, had to convince our buddy Joe that he was hungry and that he wanted breakfast, especially pancakes. <laughs> So after a little bit, the server brings out Joe's food first. So this is the moment where Joe, again, pulls out his big camera to start vlogging and recording as everybody's food's being brought out. But again, his camera was off. <laughs> so the server, Ricky, then hands him a Heinz glass bottle of ketchup. And this bottle had these little eyeballs glued on it, right? And when Joe saw it and recognized them, he lost it with laughter. <laughs> he couldn't believe it. Yeah, it was a phenomenal experience, great service, and Joe was taken home by our buddy Mark. I did offer to take him home and catch an Uber back, and Mark's like, nah, he just kind of lives by me, so I'll just take him home. So here's a cool moment. So the next morning, when posting about it on social media, the server Ricky had found us on social media and replied with, it was an honor, man, to serve you guys last night, and thanks for the laughs. So after, after eating and spending about an hour there at the restaurant, we walked everybody to their cars, and I ran across a group of ladies six of them of a bachelorette party with the with these little sombrero hats on dancing on Fremont and I got a picture of them and they were just having a good old time that's what I love about people watching in Vegas because it's free and especially if I say hey I'm gonna share this on Vegas social media they instantly start posing it's freaking awesome so now it's about 4 a.m. in front of White Castle and I notice a loud group of ladies and there's literally 30 to 50 security and police officers in the area, so I knew something was about to go down. So this one girl out of the loud group starts literally yelling and screaming and, you know, just getting everybody's attention. Talking about how she's ready, and so this other random group of girls is walking by, and one of the girls sees her, and they make eye contact, and so that girl just runs up to her and squares up. They start swinging, no words were even exchanged, and it was on, well... The police broke them up, snatched both of them up, split them apart. So then one of the boyfriends of the girls decides he has a few words for the police and didn't like the way that his girlfriend was being handled, and he ends up getting snatched up because he had a bottle full of liquor. Oh, but it wasn't done there because then his buddy decided he wanted to save his friend from being arrested and decided to push the cops off him, and he ends up getting arrested by the cops. <laughs> All of this is happening literally in five minutes. So now we got a group of people watching the situation, yelling at the police about how they're handling the situation wrong. So as it was starting to get hectic, they started to snatch more people up that were getting loud. 
I got footage and decided I'm heading back towards Plaza. Snatched up a coffee and decided to give some slots a try before I headed up to the room. Ended up winning just about $80, went up to the room and started doing some posts on social media. So not really having anything lined up for the afternoon, I decided to do a live stream gambling at the plaza. After about an hour and a half of gambling, I ended up down I think $100, not too bad. Even after playing probably 8 different games. So after finishing up the live stream and grabbing all of my stuff, I decided to take one lap around the casino real quick. And that's when I ran into Mark from the You Can Bet On That podcast throwing dice. So I do what any good friend does. I joined him. (laughs) Now the table was cold, which did suck. But again, it's always a pleasure to see Mark. And talk about one of the best, in my opinion, in the podcasting community. When it comes to games, stats, info, everything you need to know. But not to forget to mention the stories he shares with Dr. Mike are just awesome. It's one of the best gambling-related podcasts that exist, in my opinion. And also, after listening to the latest few episodes, I gotta send some get well wishes to Dr. Mike. I know he's been feeling under the weather, and I hope you feel better soon, buddy. Coming to think of it, maybe that's why we had such a cold session, because Dr. Mike wasn't there to get all those crazy bets in before the dice are even thrown. (laughs) Then I grabbed some equipment and decided to head over to Ellis Island, park the car, as the next group meetup was at Cosmo at 7. So after grabbing some footage of the strip and making my way over to Cosmo, again, another room of easily 75 plus people at the Cosmo. Now this group pool was with the Vegas Best Ideas YouTube channel. And seriously, talk about a group full of people. It was even hard to get in on the group pools. There were so many people in on the events. So afterwards, the group was booked on a party bus to go check out the strip, head to the Pinball Hall of Fame, and check out the Vegas sign and take some pictures and then cruise again on the strip and hang out for a few hours and then we were all to meet up back at Ellis Island at 10 p.m. So I decided I was gonna pull a live stream, walk in the strip, chatting with everybody and while live streaming on the strip I ended up running into Pomsey live streaming which was really cool, always a pleasure to see and I will say after live streaming for about two hours and that chat and just having a good time it flies by. I even ended up making my way over towards Venetian in that area which I never really make it out to. So then I made my way back towards Alice as the bus was supposed to be back by 10. And as I walked into the parking lot, boom, they showed up. So we hung out there at Alice. The group grabbed some food. They had some drinks. We literally hung out, conversated. Everybody was just getting to meet everybody. So it was just a freaking blast for about two hours. So again, day two is now over. We are into day three and it's 2 a.m. in the morning, Sunday morning, and I'm still running on no sleep. Someone I do got to mention, like I said earlier, is Danny Ocean. He's so cool to see. And again, I've been meeting up with this guy at different events for probably over five years now. So always a pleasure to see Daniel Ocean. So once everybody started splitting up, Tom decided we should head to the stage door for some cheap drinks and some hot dogs. Now, I'll get back to this story a little later in the mentions about how the Chicagoans really enjoyed this hot dog. And one person in particular I want to talk about for a second. So after spending some time at what is the stage door, (laughs) they decided they were going to head out towards the Link Promenade and get some real food. I then decided I was heading back to Alice and I went to play some blackjack till about 6.30 in the morning. But this is where a very interesting story happens. (laughs) So on the $5 table, first base is open. I sit down, I buy in for 100 bucks. I glance up at everybody as the shoe's just getting started, say hi and you know make my bets and on we go. Now the person sitting next to me is dressed up as a woman. Now when it comes to her hand, 
The dealer asks her what she'd like to do, and she says, Hit, but in a man's voice. I'm in the middle of having a drink of my energy drink. I look over, and it's a full-on man dressed up as a woman. Now, the rest of the people at the table, they're all friends of his, or hers, or whatever she classifies as. So this is probably a good time to mention, I don't care what you classify as. Green, blue, orange, yellow, purple, I don't really mind. You do you, boo. I don't care, right? But when he answered, I was in the middle of taking a swig of my energy drink, and it caught me off guard. So when I was drinking, I kind of choked, and I looked over, and it was a man, right? And so, like, I didn't mean no disrespect by it. He just kind of smiled, but he was playing basic strategy, more or less. But I can see that he was struggling. So I had an extra Vegas Confessions card and I gave him one of the cards with the blackjack strategy chart on the back. And him and his buddies were using it and a couple of them asked for some and they all started using it at the table. So we played for about an hour, we all won a little money, and I made my way off to the plaza. So I arrive at the plaza about 7.30 and decide, you know what, I need to take a nap. I've been up, I haven't had no sleep, I'm going to take a nap, wake up by 9.15 so I can at least have time to get my football bets in. So my bets for the weekend were the Cowboys and the Browns. After getting my bets in, I went over to the Circa to meet up with our good friend Saul to check out some of the football games. And that's where we again ran into Mark from the You Can Bet On That podcast, playing on the tables with Tim from the Better Life podcast. Talk about creatures in their natural habitat. <laughs> so after hanging out a few hours, the bets were still looking good. I decided to head up, pack up from the plaza, and Saul was already heading out to pick up lunch for him and his wife. I ended up making my way over to Alice, put my stuff in the room, and literally didn't unpack anything, just put my stuff on the bed. Because I arrived early, I went down to the casino floor and jumped on the $5 craps table and turned 100 into $260. Easy. And it's funny, I may be the only one, but I only seem to win when I play $5 craps. Is it just me? So after playing for two hours or so, I ended up checking the sports bet. Both teams had covered. So I went to cash in the sports tickets at the sports book at Ellis Island. That's right, you heard me right. Yeah, I made the bets at Plaza, but because they both are ran by William Hill, you can cash out, make more bets at any other property that contains a William Hill property. So just a little side note if you didn't know that about sports betting. You don't actually have to go back to your casino to cash your tickets out. So following that, I made my way over to the Strat. And because somebody had jumped off the top days prior and committing suicide, they weren't allowing anybody up at the bar for free. So everyone had to pay currently and be accounted for. And I will mention in one of the latest videos, I showed you guys how to get to the top of the strap for free. So currently at the moment, they are charging everybody. That way everybody's accounted for. But in the future, they will be letting people go up to the bar during the happy hour for free. So after paying the $34, I went up and I started a live stream. And while live streaming up top, I hit 2K subscribers on YouTube which was really cool. And again, I gotta mention, the live streams are just so much fun to do. So after live streaming and watching the sunset over Vegas, I made my way over to the Gold Coast, where I had a dinner date set up with Bobby G over at the Cornerstone Steakhouse, which neither one of us had ever been to. Long story short, this place was solid. Great food, but even better service. And Bobby always is a blast to hang out with. So as mentioned, Bobby had never been there, but he stays there as he has comps. And he even really enjoyed it. Here was something also really cool he did. He even brought two Las Vegas advisor books and we split the checks and both got $20 off of 40, which is not hard to do in a steakhouse, which I thought was really cool and it definitely impacted what we had for dinner. 
and the server was really cool about splitting the checks and we told her we were going to take care of her in return. So as this place was a first time for both of us, our server was Stephanie. So after trying the food and, you know, waddling our way out, our server Stephanie gave us a card which was from the business but had a way for us to reserve and book through her on our next visit, which I thought was really neat and I've never seen in a casino. It had her name, phone number, and everything on it. So that was pretty cool. A really neat part throughout this visit is I was recording videos in the process of us having dinner and we were having so much fun that everybody around us, including other tables, staff, management, was watching us and just having a good laugh. The management even invited us back to try some of the new items anytime we're in town, which I thought was really cool. Again, I gotta give a huge thank you to Bobby for spending some time and just hanging out. Also, the coupon deal was super cool of him. After getting footage of the place, I made my way back downtown parked at Binion's and headed to Dirt Dog to shoot some footage with the manager Jose of the food being made from everyday items to some of the secret menu items to even their newest dessert that they have available, the horchata ice cream. Talk about super cool. I love getting footage in kitchens in Vegas. The main purpose for the footage was to go over the interview that I did with them that I wanted to release on YouTube. So definitely check that out. I thought it came out really good. We talk about the food, I show it, and I even show it while it's being made. You guys will definitely want to check out the channel. This was an awesome video. So after finishing up with Jose and the Dirt Dog team, I made my way back to Alice with even more food to bring home with me. <laughs> so after grabbing some cheap gas and getting back to Alice packing the car, I decided to make a stab at Blackjack real quick as I had 30 minutes before heading out. So after about 30 minutes of playing Blackjack, I was up about $65, $70. I decided to leave Vegas a winner as that was in a covered gas all the way home in my little car. By the way, we will talk about the little car in a minute. <laughs> so that was the day-by-day -day recap. I do got some stories and honorable mentions to add to it. A few I want to start off with is Gambling Granny's kids surprised her in Vegas at the event and showed up. And obviously Granny had no idea, which everybody thought was super cool. So that was just a fun way to start the event. Another little backstory I will mention about Gambling Granny is they are from Illinois. And when I found that out, I was like, oh, you guys are Bears fans. And she's like, no, we're Packer fans. And leading into the event, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make your event anymore. <laughs> and lo and behold, her son had a Chicago Bears shirt on, which I thought was super cool. And we clicked right away. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the stage door and how that went. And specifically two ladies from Chicago, Trisha and Deborah. Now, mind you, Trisha, part of the Vegas community, supports a lot of the different channels, watches people's videos, leave comments. She's really great. Always in the live streams as well. Now, Tom wanted to take them to this place because they had never been there, so they wanted to check it out too. As they had the hot dogs, they fell in love with them. And they were like, man, as Chicagoans, we love hot dogs. This is just, These are some great hot dogs. <laughs> but I wanted to specifically talk about Trisha's sister, Deborah. Deborah wasn't aware of anything going on except what her sister told her was going on this weekend, so she didn't know what she was walking into with all these different people. As we're sitting there talking and I'm finding out all of this stuff at Alice Island a couple of hours prior, we start talking and she was like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I go, it's this community. Everybody's like this. I said, these people have never actually met in real life and look at them. They're over there frisking and dancing and having a good time to the music. Some are eating at the bar. Some are upstairs having a meal. Some are over gambling. Like there's everybody just doing what they like to do, which is really neat. And coincidentally, we all come together because of Las Vegas in one way or another. 
And so she was like, this is freaking awesome. And she was very down to earth. And she's like, I'm going to be coming to more of these events. I was like, how cool. I said, you just get wrapped up in it and everybody's channels, podcasts, the community. It's just fun. So I thought that was neat that she was just really enjoying herself and she found the event super, super entertaining. Here's also a couple I thought were really cool. So talking to Joe Saturday night and him not remembering much of Friday night of the whole experience, <laughs> end up finding out about him that he doesn't like pancakes at all. <laughs> and he hates them. <laughs> but that night he enjoyed them, ate all of them. <laughs> and the funniest part is he doesn't remember having any of it. <laughs> Also, what is really neat is getting home and seeing everybody's videos go up, right? But one in particular that was cool to see go up this week was Norma's video and how she got her video up with the Circa included. I thought that was pretty cool and that she got it accomplished. So I do have a question for you guys. I'm starting to feel bad. And let me tell you guys why. I tend to turn down a lot of different drink offers from different people in town that want to buy me a drink. Is that dickish? And I'm, you guys know me, I'm usually driving, but... I'm not a big drinker, but I'm thinking to start, you know, designating certain nights where I know I'm not going to drive just to have a couple drinks and enjoy myself a little more. Because I do feel like I'm kind of disrespecting people when they feed you with love and appreciation and feedback for the YouTube channel and podcast. And they're like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And you're like, no, not really. Or like maybe just a 7-Up or something. <laughs> Is that cool to just, should I just say, hey, yeah, just a soda's fine? Or should I just say no? What do you guys think? I don't know. I usually just say no. Maybe I should start saying, hey, maybe an energy drink or something. That would be cool. I don't know. I just feel kind of dickish about it. You guys let me know. So maybe the biggest question there is, should I drink more in Vegas? <laughs> and of course, ending the trip, being able to record in the kitchen at Dirt Dog. You guys know me. I'm a chef at heart. That's always going to be something I enjoy doing the most. So again, to Jose and the Dirt Dog team, thank you so much for welcoming me in with open arms. I really do appreciate it, and I thought the video came out really cool. And he did get to see it before anybody else and really enjoyed it. So one of the last things I want to recap is the tire falling off of my car. Now, the craziest stuff happens to me. I tell you guys this stuff all the time. So as I'm driving home, I'm hearing this tick in my back tire. And it's not the rubber. I checked it a couple times on the way home. But it started to sound like something was grinding and it just didn't feel right. So as I get home, I tell Kelly about it. And I set up an appointment with the mechanic down the road. So her following day off, we decide I'm going to drive it over and I'm heading down the street because it's making a really loud noise. So I'm only driving like 15 miles an hour. And it's not far away. I'm right in front of my house still. And then I feel like a tug. And the next thing I know, I hear... And I pull over and literally my back passenger tire is off. Now when I say off, I mean completely gone. <laughs> now when I got it towed to the mechanic, I had went down there the day prior to let him know that I wanted to bring my car down. And so when it did happen, I went down there with Kelly and I told him about it. And he's like, yeah, just get it down here. Turns out it had a bad wheel bearing hub. So the whole tire came off. He's taking care of everything, the brakes included. Everything's being redone. Super excited to have that all taken care of, you know, now that the, the wheels fell off. But again, you know, I'm glad it happened at going at a slow pace and as I was headed to the mechanic. So just some of the craziest shit that happens to me. So again, my little red roadster will be up and running again and I'll be heading back to Vegas here pretty soon. But seriously, besides the tire incident, Talk about some of the coolest experiences and benefits that come from doing this podcast and YouTube channel. 
Seriously, the casinos, the different businesses, the different people we meet is just a freaking blast. And seriously, a pleasure to do. Seriously, it's the city I love the most and I get to create content about it. Talk about a win-win. Can't get any better. Seriously, I love this stuff. These are always my funnest episodes to record because they're such a blast to recap and even going through and doing the notes, they're always so fun to do. Again, if you're new around here and you guys aren't already, do us a favor. Follow us on any social media at Vegas Confessions Podcast. Again, folks, I do got to mention ZorkFest coming up December 17th and 18th at the Plaza in Las Vegas. Talk about one of the biggest group meetups and one of the most beneficial events you can attend when it comes to learning the casino comp industry and the travel industry. You need to check out this event. Plus, needless to say, we're gambling all night and having a freaking blast all over town. There's special rates set up for it right now where your room stays, food, everything's included. I mean, it's literally dirt cheap. Go check it out. Links will be included in the show notes as well. Again, you guys ask me all the time how I get to go to Vegas all the time for free. I've learned all this stuff through these events, guys. You guys got to come check it out. I'm serious. It's a lot of fun. Again, folks, if you enjoyed any part of this or found any part of this entertaining, do me a favor and consider checking out our Patreon where we can include you guys in the show as well. Just a way for us to give back to you guys who are supporting the podcast and YouTube channel here. Make sure you folks are subscribed to our YouTube channel so you can check out all of our latest videos, vlogs, interviews, you name it. It's all coming on the YouTube channel. Again, you don't want to miss some of these videos. There's a lot of fun stuff coming up. I got a lot of fun interviews lined up. So I want to thank you folks for hanging out with me and checking out the episode and recapping the trip with me. And until the next episode, I will catch you in the next one. Cheers. Here's a chance for all the fellas Try to do what those ladies tell us Get shot down cause you're overzealous Play hard to get females, get jealous Okay smarty, go to a party Girls are scantily clad, are showing body A chick walks by, you wish she could sex her But you're standing on the wall like you was Poindexter Next day's function, high class luncheon Food is served and you're stone cold munching Music comes on, people start to dance But then you ate so much, you nearly split your pants A girl starts walking, guys start gawking Sits down next to you and starts talking Says she wanna dance cause she likes to groove so come on, fat so and just bust the move. Just bust the move. You're on a mission and you're wishing someone could cure your lonely condition. Looking for love in all the wrong places. No fine girls, just ugly faces. From frustration, first inclination is to become a monk and leave the situation. But every dark tunnel has a light of hope, so don't hang yourself with a celibate rope. New movies showing, so you're going. Could care less about the five you're blowing. Theater gets dark just to start the show. Then you spot a fine woman sitting in your row. She's dressed in yellow. She says, hello, come sit next to me, you fine fellow. You run over there without a second to lose. And what comes next? Hey, bust the move. Got no car, then you got no woman, and there you are. Some girls are sadistic, 
materialistic Looking for a man makes them opportunistic The lion on the beach perpetrating a tan So that a brother with money can be that man So on the beach you're strolling, real high rolling Everything you have is yours and not stolen A girl runs up with something to prove So don't just stand there and bust the move Stumping, says she wanna dance to a different groove. Now you don't want to do G bust the move. 